0: Uh-huh. worldwide not just only for the nation a radical guide. it's time to make changes Bring in and radical education yeah, yeah. a better future we really Welcome to another episode of a radical podcast. I'm your host Jason Bayless and I invite you to join me on this journey through the heart of radical communities around the globe. In this episode we'll dive deep into the transformative world of radical community building, exploring its rich history, acknowledging its challenges, celebrating its triumphs, and understanding its critical role in shaping contemporary society. And for those inspired to engage in this empowering movement, we'll be sharing practical steps you can take to become an active participant. Stay with us for our weekly feature on Anarchists and Radical News, where we spotlight the inspiring work of the Mutual Aid Acupuncture Collective in Portland, Oregon. Born out of a deep-seated commitment to shared power, equity, and mutual responsibility, this collective exemplifies the spirit of radical community building in action. We'll also bring you the latest updates from a Radical Guide, focusing this week on the extraordinary West Oakland Mural House, known for its awe-inspiring mural that commemorates the Black Panther Party women. It stands as a living testament to the enduring legacy of radical community building, from local actions sparking global impacts to the transformative power of collective action and the uplifting world of radical community building. This episode promises to fuel your spirit with inspiration and arm you with practical wisdom. Let's go. This week, on the Anarchists and Radical News segment, we are focusing on the inspiring work of the Mutual Aid Acupuncture Collective based in Portland, Oregon. Emerging amidst the uprising for Black lives in 2020 and maturing through the challenges of the pandemic, this collective is a shining example of solidarity and mutual aid. The group comprises committed individuals who consistently show up for each other and their community. Their work has been ongoing for the last couple of years, and as they continue to grow and evolve, they aspire to create a model for mutual aid work that can be replicated in communities worldwide. The Mutual Aid Acupuncture Collective offers free acupuncture treatments every month. They set up their clinic at the Social Justice Action Center in Southeast Portland, where they collaborate with Stop the Sweep's Hygiene Station to support their houseless neighbors. They have also begun to offer treatments in conjunction with the People's Clinic at Operation Nightwatch, a project dedicated to providing services to those experiencing houselessness on Portland's West Side. Today, we want to highlight a birthday fundraiser hosted by a collective member. Instead of gifts, they're raising money to support the work of the Mutual Aid Acupuncture Collective. The funds raised will assist in developing outreach materials rental costs for their biannual retreats, and payment for skilled facilitators who assist with the collective's visioning and planning. Every dollar raised contributes to the work of this incredible collective, further strengthening their ability to support their community. For those interested in supporting, the link to the GoFundMe fundraiser will be in the description of this podcast. Remember, change often begins at the grassroots level with individuals and collectives like the Mutual Aid Acupuncture Collective showing up and making a difference in their communities. Let their work inspire you, and consider how you can contribute to mutual aid efforts in your community. That's it for this week's Anarchists and Radical News. Now we move on to a segment we call Resistance Around the World. Today we're turning our gaze inward, focusing on our communities, We will dive into a concept we're calling Radical Community Building. Radical Community Building is more than just neighborly goodwill. It fundamentally reimagines how we interact, support each other, and work together towards common goals. It's rooted in the principles of shared power, equity, and mutual responsibility. And why is this important? In an age of widening wealth gaps, rising housing costs, and systemic inequity, the concept of a community that actively works to counter these issues from the grassroots level is not only relevant, but essential. So are you ready to rethink, reshape, and radicalize our approach to community? Let's dive right in. So let's first define what we mean by radical community building. When we use the term radical, we're not talking about something extreme or fringe. In this context, radical refers to addressing and altering the root causes of societal problems. Radical community building is more than creating communal spaces or organizing neighborhood events. It's about establishing systems and relationships based on equity, mutual aid, and direct action. It's about transforming our neighborhoods, cities, and even societies into places where everyone has a voice and needs are met. This approach differs from traditional community building, which often merely encourages social cohesion without fundamentally addressing the systemic issues that cause social and economic disparities. Where traditional community building might form a neighborhood watch or set up a local festival, radical community building looks deeper. It asks, how can we reorganize our communities so that safety doesn't rely on surveillance but on mutual respect and understanding? How can we not just celebrate together but also work together to ensure everyone has what they need? These are the principles of radical community building looking beyond the surface to the root causes, and making profound changes right where we live. Now let's delve deeper into some related concepts and terminologies that help form the fabric of radical community building. Radical community building encompasses a range of principles, approaches, and tactics that also show up in related concepts. It's about grassroots organizing, which involves community members driving change at a local level. It's about collective action, the power of a group working together towards a common goal and mutual aid people reciprocally helping each other building strong networks of support and resilience but it's also about horizontalism a non-hierarchical mode of organizing and rejecting top-down structures it involves direct action where people take collective action to effect changes rather than appeal to others in power to do it for them moreover it's deeply tied to participatory democracy which emphasizes broad participation in the decision-making process and the importance of political equality. In addition, the cooperative movement, often represented through worker and housing cooperatives, is a critical piece of radical community building. Cooperatives provide an alternative economic model that challenges traditional capitalist systems. They are businesses owned and controlled by the people who use their services. This model ensures that the company's benefits are shared by all members, promoting economic democracy and equitable distribution of resources. Lastly, it's about community empowerment, enabling communities to have control and influence over issues affecting their lives. It's about building the capacities of individuals to affect change in their own communities. This principle is deeply ingrained in radical community building, underscoring the importance of decentralization and democratic participation. These terms and ideas are interconnected, forming part of the rich tapestry of radical community building. Understanding the historical roots of radical community building involves examining examples of this concept in action throughout history, with movements and groups dedicated to empowering communities from the ground up. Consider the worker cooperatives of the 19th and early 20th centuries. Born out of the Industrial Revolution's social and economic unrest. These collectives sought to provide their members with more control over their labor conditions, establishing workplaces where decisions were made democratically. The Mondragon Corporation in Spain, founded in 1956, remains one of the largest and most successful examples of a worker cooperative. In the United States, the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 1960s saw a surge in collective action and grassroots organizing, especially among Black communities. This was a push against systemic racism and social inequality, focusing on community empowerment and solidarity. In more recent times, the Zapatista communities in Chiapas, Mexico, have pioneered a form of community-led resistance against neoliberal economic policies. Their model emphasizes participatory democracy, where power is distributed horizontally rather than held by a select few. While these movements and initiatives have successfully fostered a sense of community, Solidarity and mutual care, they have also faced challenges. For instance, worker cooperatives often struggle to maintain their principles within a larger capitalist market. Similarly, grassroots movements like the civil rights movement faced significant violent opposition. The Zapatistas, too, have faced legal and military barriers. Drawing lessons from these historical examples, it's clear that radical community building isn't easy, but it holds significant potential for fostering societal change. As we examine modern manifestations of this practice, we will explore how these lessons continue to inform and shape the movement today. As we look around today, radical community building manifests in various innovative and empowering forms. Let's examine some of these in detail, worker cooperatives. So what are worker cooperatives? Imagine a business where workers aren't just employees, but also owners. Every worker has a vote in decisions from daily operations to long-term business strategy. This model promotes economic democracy, ensuring everyone shares in the enterprise's success. An exemplary case is the Evergreen Cooperatives in Cleveland, Ohio. Established in 2008, Evergreen is a network of worker-owned cooperatives committed to creating sustainable jobs in green industries. They're reshaping historically marginalized neighborhoods through wealth creation and community development. A worker at Evergreen isn't just an employee. They're an integral part of the cooperative's mission and a key agent of change in their community. Housing cooperatives are living spaces where residents collectively own and manage their housing complex. Housing cooperatives provide a robust countermeasure to gentrification and housing insecurity, ensuring everyone has a say in their living conditions and access to affordable homes. Consider the Champlain Housing Trust in Burlington, Vermont. This community land trust formed in 1984 provides affordable housing to over 2,000 households. The residents manage their communities, emphasizing collective ownership and democratic decision-making. Through its work, Champlain showcases the power of radical community building and securing affordable, safe housing. Mutual aid networks. These are community-led initiatives where members pool resources and offer support based on principles of reciprocity and solidarity. Mutual aid networks are not just about providing immediate help. They foster networks of ongoing care, creating a strong sense of community resilience and interdependence. This practice isn't limited to times of crisis. Mutual aid is an everyday philosophy that guides radical communities. An example that beautifully embodies this is the ongoing mutual aid work in Olympia, Washington, where groups like the Olympia Mutual Aid Partners consistently provide services to unhoused individuals. They don't just respond to crises, but continually work to meet their community's needs demonstrating how mutual aid is a foundational element in radical communities. These examples highlight how radical community building is not just a theory. It's a powerful, practical process creating more democratic, equitable, and resilient communities today. As transformative as radical community building can be, it has its challenges. Creating and sustaining these communities often involves navigating systemic barriers, including lack of funding, restrictive regulations, or limited public understanding and acceptance of these models. For instance, worker cooperatives may struggle to obtain initial financing, while housing cooperatives may face restrictive zoning laws. Yet, despite these hurdles, there are countless stories of triumph and resilience. The Evergreen Cooperatives, for instance, have successfully launched several green businesses, providing sustainable jobs for local residents. Similarly, Champlain Housing Trust continues to expand, offering safe, affordable housing to a growing number of families. And the mutual aid partners in Olympia consistently ensure their unhoused neighbors receive essential services and support. These successes underscore the potent role radical community building plays in our society today. By advocating for equitable economic models and challenging traditional power structures, these communities act as vital catalysts for social change. They provide real world evidence that another world, A more equitable and democratic world is not only possible it's already being built moreover the relevance and urgency of radical community building have only grown in light of recent social and economic upheavals as we grapple with income inequality housing crises and social injustice the need for more cooperative community-oriented solutions becomes increasingly apparent the growth and resilience of worker and housing cooperatives mutual aid networks and other forms of radical community building show that these are not merely nice-to-have alternatives. They are essential strategies for building a more equitable, sustainable, and just world, and their role will only continue to grow in the future. Stepping into the realm of radical community building doesn't have to be daunting. You can embark on this transformative journey with small yet significant steps. Step one, educate yourself. Dive deep into the principles and goals of radical community building. Read books, listen to podcasts, attend webinars, and engage in discussions that give you a better grasp of concepts like mutual aid, direct action, and horizontalism. Community building is never a solitary effort, it is a collective undertaking rooted in trusted relationships. Step two connect with like minded individuals. Reach out to friends, neighbors, and co workers who share your passion for a more equitable and just society. Have conversations, exchange ideas, and learn from each other to build a strong, supportive network. Step three, Identify a need in your community. Each community has its unique needs and concerns. Keep your eyes and ears open, interact with your neighbors, and figure out a pressing need that your collective efforts can address. It could be setting up a local food bank, a community garden, or a housing cooperative. Step four, participate and start projects. Get involved in existing community efforts such as volunteering at your local food bank or attending neighborhood meetings. Once you've identified a need, Rally your group to plan a collective initiative to address this need. This project could kickstart a worker cooperative, a mutual aid network, or another form of collective action. Step five, reach out to existing organizations. Remember, you don't have to start from scratch. Numerous organizations and networks exist that are dedicated to radical community building. They offer resources, guidance, and a wealth of experience. The Institute for Local Self-Reliance, ILSR, The U.S. Federation of Worker Cooperatives, USFWC, the National Cooperative Business Association, NCBA, Mutual Aid Hub, and Symbiosis are some organizations that can guide you in your journey. And finally, practice patience and persistence. Building radical communities is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making incremental changes that accumulate over time. Celebrate small victories, learn from setbacks, and stay committed to the principles of equity, justice, and mutual respect. By doing this, you're not just working towards a more equitable and inclusive community, but you're also fostering deeper connections with your neighbors, developing new skills, and making a tangible difference in your community. It's challenging, but the rewards, a more just, caring, and resilient community, make every effort worth it. As we wrap up today's segment of resistance around the world, it's crucial to reflect on the importance of radical community building. It's not just about creating a space for social and economic equality, but also about fostering a sense of togetherness, solidarity, and mutual respect. It is a potent tool that can challenge the current status quo and create a more equitable, just, and inclusive society. The journey towards radical community building isn't without its challenges. Still, as we've seen from historical examples and modern manifestations, the triumphs of this approach are not just measures of success, tangible changes that can redefine the fabric of society. Cooperatives, mutual aid networks, and direct actions are more than theoretical constructs. They are real, practical models of radical community building. Moreover, radical community building is not an abstract concept that only exists in certain pockets of the world. It's a universal idea that can be adapted and implemented across various social and economic contexts, catering to specific community needs and values. Today's discussion sheds light on how you, our listeners, can contribute to radical community building. Every step counts, whether it's through education, connection, participation, initiating new projects, or supporting existing organizations. Every action you take can be a catalyst for larger community-wide changes. We encourage you to take these ideas and steps and begin your journey toward radical community building. Let's work together to create a world where power is shared equitably. Every voice matters. And cooperation and mutual aid are not the exceptions, but the norm. And remember, we have the power to build the communities we wish to see. Radical education, yeah, yeah, a better future, what we really need, not rooted in capitalism. Turning now to some exciting updates about a Radical Guide this week, we're taking you to the streets of West Oakland, California. Standing boldly at 831 Center Street is the West Oakland Mural House. A vibrant canvas that celebrates the women of the Black Panther Party. The mural was painted by Rachel Wolf Goldsmith of the Wolf Pack, inspired by the compelling photography of Stephen Shames. Initiated in June 2020, amidst the largest global social justice rebellion in history, it quickly became a beacon of hope, inspiration, and community building. The mural pays tribute to the Black women who, guided by love, dedicated their lives to the fight for freedom and served the community with resilience and tenacity. In a testament to the mural's power, people of all colors, ethnicities, genders, and ages have been moved to tears upon arrival, finding solace in taking photos and videos, speaking with the homeowner and neighbors, and reading the women's names. The mural has become a powerful centerpiece of this community, a destination for meeting, gathering, remembering, and looking forward with hope and determination, to advance these women's legacy. Responding to the positive community response, Jill Christina Vest, the homeowner, transformed the house's first floor into a museum that honors the Black Panther Party's legacy. The museum celebrates over 65 community survival programs the party initiated, like the free breakfast program for children, free medical and dental clinics, and free food programs, many of which focus specifically on children and elders. The Black Panther Party, while beginning in Oakland, California in 1966, spread throughout the United States, with chapters in more than 30 cities, many of which were started and led by women, women like Christina Chuckles May, Yvonne King in Chicago, and international team leaders Kathleen Cleaver, Barbara E. Cox, Connie Matthews, Charlotte O'Neill, and Janet Underwood. By the early 1970s, women comprised nearly 70% of Black Panther Party members. These were the warriors who helped build the world we live in today. At an average age of 19, these young women served as community organizers, central committee leaders, survival program administrators, Black Panther Party newspaper writers, artists, editors, nurses, researchers, Marx women, community board members, teachers, mothers, and grandmothers. They were the coalition builders, working alongside the people, serving the community and inspiring future generations. The West Oakland Mural House stands as an important testament to the Black Panther Party's legacy in Oakland, a city with a rich history of activism. If you're interested in learning more or visiting the house, you can find more information on a Radical Guide's website. As we reflect on the past and look forward to the future, places like the West Oakland Mural House inspire us to continue the fight for equity and justice. While visiting our site, you can contribute to the radical community by adding a location. Visit RadicalGuide.com and click the Add Listing button in the top right-hand corner. Each edition enriches our collective understanding of the sites of resistance, struggle, and liberation worldwide. We welcome your contribution if you don't have a location to add, but still wish to support a Radical Guide. Click the Support ARG button in the top menu to explore how you can contribute. Your support ensures that we continue to share these essential stories, providing a beacon of inspiration, and a guide to action for activists worldwide. Yes. Let's go! Thank you all for joining us on this week's episode of our podcast, where we delved into the depths of radical community building, explored the inspiring efforts of the Mutual Aid Acupuncture Collective in Portland, and paid tribute to the legacy of the Black Panther Party through the magnificent West Oakland Mural House. Each story we highlighted today underscores the vital importance of community, solidarity, and grassroots activism in effecting change. It reminds us that even facing the most daunting challenges, committed individuals and groups can make a real and lasting difference. As we sign off, we leave you with this. We can all contribute to radical community building in our unique ways. No matter how small every action may seem, it contributes to the larger movement for equity, justice, and mutual aid. Continue educating yourselves, connect with like-minded individuals, support local initiatives, and remember that every journey begins with a single step. Remember to check out our website, A Radical Guide, to learn more about the topics we covered today. You can contribute to our community, thereby adding a location. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, keep the spirit of resistance alive, and remember, the future is in our hands. Yeah, talking freedom and liberation, uh-huh. worldwide, not just only for the nation. A radical guide, it's time to make changes, bringing interviews and radical education. Yeah, yeah, a better future, what we really need, not rooted in capitalism or supremacy. Yeah, yeah. trust, you don't want to miss it, we bring the truth right to you, the past, present, and future, let's go. A radical guide, that's what this is, highlighting the diverse world of resistance, let's go.